Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Here's some Lala Squirts is a me, Annie Poo. And on this week's show, we will be talking about serious lawyer stuffs. No, don't worry, listeners, this is actually Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast, suitable for all ages from... <coughs> to... And everything in between. And I'd just like you to know, I am definitely not Annie Poo. I am Tiernan, but that was an intro sent in by Anonymous, who is still nine farting gorillas old. And, I mean, wow, what an intro it was. I, I don't even know how to talk about Serious Lawyers stuff, so I can't really sort of pretend that, that I am Annie Poo. Um, hang on, though, I will give it a go, just for you. Um, Serious Lawyer voice. Um, according to Paragraph 12T Stephen, sentence Grifty 6, I think you'll find that you'll find that if you find, it states statingly that all cakes are indeed for eating, with the exception of mud, urinal and soap. If the defendant has indeed eaten a soap cake, then it clearly states under Scribble Blah Helpteenth 4 that they must be punished by farting bubbles until they learn not to do it again. How was that? Was that, was that serious? Can I be a serious lawyer? Maybe, maybe I should make this a serious law podcast instead. It could be Radio Lawsense, the official law club for kids podcast suitable for... The law! To... The law! And nothing in between, as that's against the law. No? Okay, well, I do need to work something new to do, as listeners, welcome back. This is now season five of Radio Nonsense, and uh, I don't know about you, but I only know four seasons. You know, there's the classics, there's winter, spring, summer and autumn or fall, as you say in America, because, well, I suppose leaves get slippy and you slip on them and then you keep landing on your butt. So you have to call it fall. It does make sense. But then really winter should be fall as the ice is really slippy. And then in spring, the mud is really slippy. So really, it should be the seasons fall, fall, summer and fall. Right. But there were four seasons of the podcast already. And this is season five. So what season is that? What's the fifth season? Sprinter? Wintum? Secret season where all the weather does really weird things like rain frogs or only have sunshine when you don't wear sunglasses? I do need to work it out as really uh, it could change how this whole season of the podcast needs to go. I mean, maybe all the weather happens indoors and I have to do this show outside Comedy Club for Kids HQ and record it sitting in a puddle instead talking only to, I don't know, ducks and snails. If you have any ideas, please do let me know. Um, thank you, all of you, for letting me know many other things during the very short break that we had from this show, um, where I have to say I had a lovely, lovely holiday time. And I think Linda did too, but I can't, I can't really be sure. Linda? Linda? How was your holiday, Linda? Ah, hang on, what's this? A note. I am going to be on holiday for 74 years, so make your own coffee, you blur face. Lots of doves, Linda, but not that Linda. Oh, that's very odd. What on earth does that mean? Oh, well, anyway, thank you uh, to Radio Nonsense Fan, who gave the show a lovely review, as did Dave077, or at least their nine-year-old did. Uh, they said, I love it so much, it makes me laugh to bits, literally, and then in brackets, from my nine-year-old, who doesn't have their own names. That's got to be quite hard. That's just nine years with no name, you're just the nine-year-old. Hmm. Or maybe, maybe that is their name. Like, hello, I'm the nine-year-old. How old are you, the nine-year-old? I'm 46. It's very annoying. Hmm. 
Anyway, however it works, thank you, the nine-year-old, and of course to your stinge bum fribbler, I'm sorry, grown-up, Dave077, for sending us your message. Um, though I am worried that if you are laughing yourself to bits, literally, is your grown-up having to then glue you back together before the next one? Sounds very complicated and a lot of effort. Maybe, maybe the nine-year-old just bandage yourself up before listening to the next episode and then all the bits can't fall anywhere when you laugh yourself to bits. It's just a thought, just, a, you know, a time saver. Um, thanks also to Jay, who sent in this excellent joke on a review. Um, what do you call a fish with no eyes? A foosh. Oh, I love that joke. It's very, very funny. It's one of my favourites. Um, but as a serious lawyer person, I should point out that the fish's name might be something like David or Ian or Melissa or something, and then you'd have to remove the eyes from their name instead, like Duvd or Anne or Milsa. Though um, it is tricky, because if you ask a fish their name, they just don't really say anything, and then they just do a really long poo that never ever stops it goes on forever it's very off-putting then you don't want to talk to them for long so it's just a big long poo hanging there anyway thanks to uh, to everyone who sent in questions and they will all get answered in a future episode don't worry i have received them all um and also we need more questions too so if you'd like to ask anything or send in any jokes or thoughts on what this fifth season should be um if you want to send in intros for the show uh Anything at all, really, but definitely we need more questions asked. So do ask your stinge bum fribblers, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk or give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or similar places that podcasts live in the wild. We also have loads and loads of new Comedy Club for Kids live shows um, going on in the UK for this here year of 2023. So do find out when we're near you at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And I should say, um, for listeners, I'm not always on at those shows. I am sometimes. Sometimes I'm not. But you will probably get comedians who have been on this show uh, at some point. So do look out for them. Um, and you can also grab our T-shirts and our books at comedyclubforkids.store, which um, I promise that website will also soon be making more sense as a very kind stinge bum fribbler out there pointed out that all the sizes um, appear to be for aliens or jelly creatures or something. And as you know, they should only be buying Comedy Club for Squids T-shirts. So I'm going to fix that hopefully in the next week. Um, I'm going to go look into just what this season should be, but... Um, <clears throat> Sorry, serious lawyer voice. Presenting the case for the Radio Nonsense podcast, I'd like to call to the ears the very serious, most importantest bit. <clears throat> it is a delight to be joined by Adam Courting this week, aka Adam, Dam, 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 the man who knows all about the jam, Captain Ads Cortocles, the farthest away, and as all our Malay speaking listeners know you, Iaina Dia, Lelaki Yang, Sabana Sukatali Keju. But of course, Adam, you are most famous for your invention of wobbly scaffolding. For the time you recreated the entire Australian city of Sydney using bits of fluff people find in their pockets. And I mean, this is incredible, most impressively, for being the four-time world champion title holder of the world champion title holding championships, where you managed to balance over 400 madams, 37 envoys, six chiefs and one cardinal for over six minutes before you drop them. Um, Adam, what can I say? It is a pleasure and a delight to have you on the show oh you're most welcome oh god i'm just careful admiral careful oh i'm just in the middle of attempting another record no no vice oh my goodness no ah! oh oh no oh oh dear oh, i'm so sorry Adam, I'm so, I, I can't believe, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you oh. would be in the middle of competing again oh. uh, when I called. Um, you, sh oh. you, you should have said you were busy, uh, I'll, be, I'll be honest. But, you know, that was impressive. I'm, I'm glad I got to see it. And I, wow, that was I'm so sorry. Uh, I just, I, an I answered with my bum and then I didn't realise it was you. And, oh, <laughs> it was so high and it was, it was amazing. I, you should have seen her, the princess. Oh, the Princess of Monaco. She was glorious up there, shining wow. like a star on a Christmas. Tree. That's who I saw plummet behind you. I thought I know that face as she looked sort of. Yeah, she was sort of yelling as a uh, as, as she fell, which obviously listeners won't hear because I mean Adam is got a superbly soundproof setup. Oh yes, while he does this. Oh, one, one, one uh, second, one second. Jeeves, Jeeves, Jeeves. Can you call the ambulance? Yes. Yeah, she's falling again. Monaco, the print. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I, I think that's jelly. Okay, sure. Sorry, sorry. You were saying. 
No, that's all right. Is, is it? Can I check? Because I mean, you your record for this is is unbelievable, yes. and I have to say, I'm I'm really in awe of it, and and I I feel very honoured that I could even see it in 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 progress. Oh. You know, I've only watched the clips on on YouTube, but is it always? You know, this is obviously your latest feat. Yes. Your last time was over 400 titles. I wondered how many you're going for this time. And also, is it always the Princess of Monaco that lets you down? I'm so glad that you asked. Um, yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I guess this time I've decided that um, 400, while it is a big number, it's not the biggest number. Um, as you know, uh, 400 plus 24 custard pies equals... 424 custard pies. Jelly. Oh, oh, it right. Was, jelly. You see, this is why I'm an amateur. Absolutely. I, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have even answered. I should have just yes. openly admitted I don't know. Just say, and, Sometimes uh, it's okay to just say you don't know when you don't know. Now, of course, yes. jelly is one of the densest of numbers. It holds mm. all of the qualities and properties of many of the numbers that we're familiar with. Uh, infinity, uh, a gajillion, um, uh, a chameleon. And so um, yes, I'm hoping yes, to go yes. for jelly titles um, this time. And I'll, I'll be honest, <clears throat> the princess always lets me down. Well, What's that? Well, I'm. <laughs> no, I said you're you're always wearing a crown, princess. Ah, that ni nice, nicely done. I mean, I didn't. I'll whisper as well, even though I don't, I don't think she's here too. I hope not. Anyway, but, you know, I I have heard that mm -hmm. about her. I've heard that she mm -hmm. regularly doesn't balance mm -hmm. jelly very well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is, I, I, I believe it's not something they teach in royal families, despite how useful it is for real life. They, they see, This is the thing. It's a very little known fact. They used to teach this way, way back. So we're talking mm -hmm. uh, third century and before. It was it was on the standard syllabus for a, a, a royal baby to enter mm. into uh, a balancing contests um, on top of other royals and generally uh, local peasants too. Uh, sometimes yeah. lords, yeah. sometimes ladies, um, and and of course, when you start with the baby, you start them young. Their brains are kind of their brains are also kind of like jelly, <laughs> like jelly, and um, yeah. yeah, and they're soft like jelly. So um, basically, they get the, they get used to the wobble quite early on. Mm. It's the wobble of the baby that that is quite key. And what happens is, as a baby progresses and the bones grow, we still want to keep the wobble. And so babies wobbling, royal babies, monarchy, they, they, they wobble from a young age on, on, on sort of like their lords and servants and, and other vice viscounts and, and other uh, members of um, uh, the hierarchy in society. So these people that are in charge, you know, like teachers and head teachers um, and, and, and deputy head teachers and PE teachers uh, and art teachers and uh, janitors. Uh, and so, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course, the the leaders of society. So they would balance yes. on top of them as babies, and as they grew, they would start to increase the number. And because they were growing wow. with the wobble, they would they would balance fine. What happened was, they got to an age I don't know somewhere in medieval times when knights were running around with armor, just yelling at each other ah! all the time, and suddenly it went out of fashion. No one knows why. Wow. Well, I do know why, but I can't tell you yet because I don't trust you yet. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, what, I mean, you know, I feel mm. a little bit upset by that because I felt we'd gained a lot of trust. You know, you, mm. you allowed me into the, the process. Yeah. I saw some of the balancing, which, yeah. you know, um, again, w was remarkable. You're one of only six but beings that saw that. Only six, yes. only six, and and one of course is one the Guinness World Record officials yes. who has to see it uh, again and again. And and I'm guessing you don't count the people that you are. I suppose while you're balancing them, they can't actually see it. Oh no, they they have to the be jelly focused. And, yeah. So uh, mm. some of them have to wear blinders like horses mm. when they run, so they can't see. So yeah, they, yeah. They're like basically wearing. I put sunglasses on them so they can't see that they're very high. Mm -hmm. Other ones, I put blindfolds on. Because I was actually in the middle of a game of blind man's bluff when I decided that I was going to do this, you know. Right. And so some of them have got blindfolds on. Others are wearing headphones over their eyes. Um, because oh, wow, yes. What do they wear over their ears? Oh, over their ears, <laughs> they wear iPhones. Right, right, sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, yes, yeah. And over their noses, <laughs> they wear chin phones. 
Right, sure. Yes, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you've really you've got this down to a fine art, and I don't. You know, I, I, it's, it's, I feel it's like just, you're testing. Again, Are you testing me? I'm, I'm not testing no. you. Do you know what it is? Is that I think a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say when they see this, but of course they don't see this because no. I'm one of only six people who has seen this. Mm-hmm. But when people because hear their earphones about this, are over their eyes. Yes, but I think when many people hear about this, mm-hmm. which they won't do if they've got their blindfolds over their ears, but they will yes. if they're not those people. Mm-hmm. When they hear about this, they will assume that you are merely balancing these things. Yes. And, and they don't know the work and the detail that goes yes. into the preparation. You know, I think it's it's, it's like the, a lot of these things where people see a job and they're like, oh, you, you just build houses, you just put a brick on top of a brick, but you don't oh, no. know all the all the detailed bits that you have to do to make sure that brick stays there, to know all the planning, you know? Right. So, and do, do you know how long craft. you have to talk to a brick and stop it from running away when you're building a house? You have yeah. to do that for yeah. every single brick. These bricks mm-hmm. have problems. They are lonely. They are, um, they're insecure. They, 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 they feel like they are inferior. They, they just feel like, oh, that brick's better than me. Oh, that brick's straighter than me. That brick is more solid than me. That brick is lighter than me. And, and so yeah. every brick is always trying to get away. It's why houses collapse eventually. Because yeah. if you yeah. are not there to talk to the house, each brick individually, and really try and hold them together, they'll just leave. Or collapse. Well, they're a unit, aren't they? It's a unit, you know, and, and they've got to all work together. And and, and, mm. and I remember one of the things I learned that I didn't know was that, you know, people think, oh, it's all cement. It's not cement. No. Some bricks don't like cement. Some bricks you have to stick with bubble mm. gum. Mm-hmm. Some you have to stick mm-hmm. with slugs. Some yes. you have to stick uh, with porridge. And it, and it all depends on what they like and what yes. they're happy being stuck to. And you have long. to, like, building is about taking the time to understand your brick. Okay? Mm-hmm. Each and every brick. If you treat every brick the same, you will find that some bricks will like you, some bricks will hate you, some bricks will throw themselves at you, some bricks will hide themselves yeah. in your pillow at night. So when you wow. think you've left them and gone to sleep, you put your head down and wake up with a big bump. Oh, that's that's vicious. Yes. Wow. I once went to have a bath and I, I, I thought, oh, you know, the water's a bit cold, so I'll turn the shower on and bricks came out of the shower head. Because I had wow. tried, I tried to build a playhouse. I had not used the correct language, and and boom, there they were. That's brutal. And I mean, it, it's what I find because I I sort of brought up bricks just as a kind of there's a craft, and what you're doing mm-hmm. is a craft. But you have a great. I mean, that's an incredible knowledge of bricks. Mm-hmm. Did you learn how to build homes first, and then how to build and structure humans or, or titled humans? I guess, um, yeah. In a yes, in a in a mm. the short answer is yes. Uh, the long answer is absolutely yes. Mm, mm, yes. Well, that's that's yeah. A mm. lot more detail in that second answer, and I, it, it does make sense. Is there? Um, I don't. I don't want you to reveal your secrets, mm-hmm. but obviously, Princess Monaco. We yes. know there's some problems there. Is 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 she in need of some other type of jelly to stick her? Are you are you looking into? Mm. You know, is it is it the mm. the the jelly that's the issue with her? Like we're talking about the bricks with different substances. Does maybe she need a royal jelly? I mean, a royal jelly. See, that's mm. quite out of my budget, and I, I'll be honest, I've never sure. really had the money to afford a royal jelly. You know, I, yeah. I've been able to afford a, a government jelly. I've been able wow. to afford uh, a Haribo jelly. Um, I've even been able to. I've been able to afford like a Beyonce jelly, but I've not really been able to. You know, famously Beyonce. You know, you're not ready for this jelly, but I was because I had yes, the right yeah, money. Yeah. Well, also, I would argue, I, I'd have thought Beyonce jelly would probably more expensive than the royal jelly. Is that why you can no longer afford the royal jelly? Yeah. Because uh, you've, yeah. you've had to pay for the Beyonce. I'll, I'll be journey, honest, which... I didn't really check the price. Yeah. I borrowed my mum's phone and saw it, and it was quite bright and colourful, and I just clicked pay. Yeah. And she doesn't really have any kind of child locks or protection, and I'm not a child, but I will kind of press a button if it's shiny enough, and if, if it moves enough, I will just click. Yeah, and also you, you were a child yes. at some point, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah. technically, I like I'm still yeah. her child. Sure. So I think child protection should expand just to people that are children, but maybe mm-hmm. beyond. Because what if you borrow a phone, but you're not ready to use a phone? Wow, that's big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's big actually, and and I think really, I I think that child, you know, I often think about child locks on more things. Yeah. Um, there's definitely you know just bits and pieces like you know just just for rooms people don't don't go in there you know I've got lots of shoes in there so I don't want you to go in there or I've got you know my pet in there or whatever like just just more child don't, don't put your pet things. in a room and lock it don't yeah, do no, that that's a good yeah don't do that that's not yeah, again no. what you've you've done there is I, I again a bit like with the bricks I use an example I think it was an easy example but you obviously are an expert yes in you know I I've jumped ahead and I apologize I shouldn't just be Look, spouting I, these things like I, like I'm any sort of expert. I'm not an expert. I don't I don't know what you should put pets in. I'm guessing probably not the fridge. Probably not a room. Actually, probably... pets in the fridge can be fine for a small small moment. It depends what right. pet it is, by the way. So once I had a mm. tortoise, and uh, this tortoise was called Terry, Terry the tortoise, and mm. I had some lettuce in there, and I just thought for a joke, for a joke, I just thought I want to take a picture with the tortoise eating a lettuce in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, I was told off immediately by someone from Animal Protection Services. Immediately. I received wow. a call, I, unknown number. I don't know how they were looking. I think they might have microchipped my tortoise when I picked it up. But immediately, the minute I got the fridge, the tortoise in the fridge and, and picked up the phone to click selfie, I said, oh, who's this calling me? It was Animal Protection Services. They said, no, Terry the tortoise should not be in the fridge. Well, I, I, you know, I, one of the things I am an expert in that I, I don't know if you know this, but tortoises, because they sort of experience time slower than we do, you might have thought it was a second for you. For that tortoise, it was about two hours during mm-hmm. which it made a call, yeah. reported you. Yeah. And, and, and so for you, it felt sped up, but that tortoise was yeah. like, what's going on? You're and right. then it got the phone as that animal protect. And it just, they, you know, it's a bit like, um, yeah, they, they just sort of move at a slow yeah. They can get more stuff done, you know? You're right. I saw the mouth moving and I just assumed, like a buffoon, that the tortoise was just kind of going... What was happening was that tortoise was in detail relaying both my description, my telephone number and its location and basically giving a, 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 an idea of what was happening in that, in that space yeah. of time. It's entirely my fault. This is what happens well, when you misunderstand a tortoise or, you, or, or even more when you, you underestimate the speed at which a tortoise's brain works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's why they're called tortoise because they always teach. Yes. If you yes. pay attention to them. Yeah. us. The, the yeah. clue's always in the name. You yeah, know? yeah, it is. Yeah. The clue's always, <laughs> always in the name. Always in the name. Yeah. Like the lion, yeah, like, you know? Yeah. When, okay. So there was a lion. Um, and I remember, uh, I think his name was Terry. No, Derek. Derek the Lion. Right. And I, I, I went to see uh, Derek at the zoo. And Derek told me that the parrots were thieves. And so yeah. I, like a buffoon again, accused the parrots of stealing my Maltesers. And the parrots looked at me disgracefully saying, hold on a sec. It was the marmosets. And, and lo and behold, the marmosets were, were eating Maltesers. So I go back to Derek and I look, he's just got this smile on his face, this grin with the, all the teeth out. Mm. And, and someone, I turned over and the parrots were like, oh, Derek was lying again. And I went, of course, he's, a, yeah. he's lying, lying. Yeah. I should have known. Yeah. I felt like such well, it's, a buffoon. It's where they get their names. You know, because lions, their whole thing is they're this big, fierce creature. They're the king mm-hmm. of the jungle. I mean, they don't they don't even live in jungles most of the time. So there's well, a lie for a start. They live on the plains, yes. right? And then it's all like they hunt their prey and their fierce. No, they don't. They sleep. They yes. sleep like for hours and hours and multiple hours. Multiple times a day. Yeah. Big lions. And, 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 the, and, the, and the spider, you know, the spy, the spy, mm. spy, you know, yeah. everyone wants to know, oh, how did you catch insert name of robber how did you find out where this person was stealing because there was a spider in the corner reporting yeah. everything on the web the spider yeah, had access course. to the web it was just communicating everything immediately and everyone goes oh look yeah. at those cute little cop so it's all in there we just sometimes we don't think about what's in front of our noses 
I mean, you, you've you've taught us. Do you know what I have to say? Talk about the tortoise. You've taught us a lot already. I can't believe it. Mm. We, we haven't even got to our questions on this episode, and already I feel like I've learned about yes. bricks, about balancing princesses, mm-hmm. and, and the history of it, uh, about uh, where you should put animals and where mm-hmm. you shouldn't put them. I mean, this is. You know, Adam, I'm, I have to say, I'm so pleased that you're able to take time. I mean, you didn't take time. I rang you while you're in the middle of yes. doing other work. Mm-hmm. And I do have questions about how you answered this with your bum, but I won't go into that yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is. Yeah, thank you for somehow fitting this in with your very busy schedule. Sure. Um, and I just wondered, you know, we've got this very important question that William sent in. And you, and you are me. you are the expert that I know mm-hmm. can answer this. Um, but before I get there, I've, I've got some ad. I am sorry, I've got some ad admin. Okay, you don't mind that. And you, no. you're, with your name being ad, Adam, you don't mind yeah. me saying admin. Clues in it's the not... name. Clues yeah, in the name. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, first question I have to ask mm. um, is: This is I don't know if you know this is an audio podcast, so most of our listeners will listen to this probably with their ears, but as we've discussed, it might be with their knees, might be with their bums. I should hope you know, it's, so. It's however they want. Yeah, I should hope so. Yeah. There are other body parts that are equally capable of listening. Well, exactly, exactly. And we don't want to discriminate. This is open to everyone, however they listen to mm. the show. So because this is an audio podcast, I just wondered if you had a favourite noise that you could tell us about or preferably make for us. Yes, I do. <laughs> Um, so which one should I select? Okay. So this is a noise that I discovered, um, I think about sort of like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was out shopping. Um, it was quite wet outside. So I'd sort of run into this supermarket, um, sort of laden with bags. Uh, and, and as I walked into the store, I kind of slipped a little bit. There was a security guard nearby. Uh, so I was sort of a bit distracted by then I slipped I fell into some trolleys and went <laughs> and yeah, I, I saw my whole life flash before my eyes, but, but that, wow. that noise touched a part of my soul. It was interesting because all of the, the, the people on the tills stopped scanning food. All of the babies stopped crying in the shop and, and basically everything for a moment just paused to really take in what had just happened. And it was like, we all shared a moment together. That's incredible. I mean, that's a. I mean, what an incredible noise! Mm-hmm. And also, it's such a specific noise. It must be. How did you learn to recreate it? Because it's a very difficult set of circumstances yes. to, to bring together again. Yeah. And and then for you to then learn it, practice it, and you know, it's it's tricky. It's a good question. So I've I've actually um what you uh, probably don't realize is I've actually kind of set up a very elaborate um uh remembrance box around myself while we were talking so as you asked the question so what it is is uh, I set up a structure so it's like a cube so imagine a cube around me okay it's held together by straws so think of uh like a dice so you've got you've got a die and then you've got um the lines so all the corners are straws around me yeah um so at the top I've got um six jelly tots at the top wow yeah Underneath on the bottom, I've got a, a dairy milk uh, button. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, to the right, I have uh, three Snickers bars. You know, the mini Snickers minis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Fun size. Yeah. Fun size ones. Uh, mm-hmm. To the left. Uh, so this is a bit odd. Uh, I've got um, four um, pictures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, right. Oh, that's what that is. Right. Yes, yes of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, then, uh, in front, directly in front of me, I've got, um, five, um, five dolphins. Right. Um, and they're all communicating with each other. That's really important. That's amazing. Yeah. And how are you keeping them? They're, they're not, you haven't put them in a fridge or something like that. that no, no, no. I, I, oh, sorry, no. Sorry. I didn't explain. So in front is like a, a, a sort of a, a very flat mini aquarium. Right, right, right. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So uh, it's very flat. The dolphins can breathe. They can move. Don't worry. Animal protection. So not services. that many. Yeah. Please yeah. stand back. Dolphins are intelligent. They they would mm. just they would instant. They wouldn't have got in there if they didn't want to. Sure, they knew course, what was going to happen. Course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um. Yeah. And then and then behind me. Um. Oh. Uh. Okay. So the back the back's just fallen out. That's fine. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna improvise. Okay. Um. I'm gonna improvise with this sheet of um. Oh, one second. Oh. I've, I've got this sheet of licorice. I just need to imp- give me one second. Gonna- okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sure. You give- okay. Stay, stay there. Stay there. Okay. Okay. Um, I love you very much. 
I think you're a wonderful sheet of licorice, and I, I, I think you are the best of all licorice. Yes? Okay. Wonderful. Wow. So this is my remembrance box. And within this, what happens is my ideas and thoughts uh, aren't, can't escape. Amazing. So the jelly tots Amazing. channel in into my brain. Yeah, yeah. And I've got the yeah. dairy milk button, which kind of holds the key, the key memory I want to I want to regurgitate, I want to bring back. Yeah. So that's the memory of that sound. Mm -hmm. And then I've got these uh dairy milk, the dairy milk buttons are here. And what they do is they just trap it in. They trap it. Yeah. They trap right. it in. And then uh, over here, the dolphins are there. What they do is they translate the thought into sound. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, this is incredibly complex and, yeah. and fascinating. And um, and I'm going to be very careful asking this because I don't want to cause any offence or I don't want you to sure. think I'm demeaning the dolph what you're The dolphins doing. are getting agitated. How what are you going to say? I'm, I'm not sure what you're going to say, but they look I'm, very agitated. I'm just going to... Well, I'm going to say it. I feel like I have to ask it and I'm I'm going to apologise. But I want you to know this is meant with, with as good will and, and, and thought as, as possible. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is smiling. How? Winnie the Pooh, okay. they're all smiling. Oh, this is good. Okay, okay. Well, it just... How do you not eat the dairy milk button? That's a very good question. That's a very, if I'm honest, I have a bumper pack of dairy milk buttons in my right, pocket. Right. And so what happens Phew, is I have because to that's keep... that would be yeah, my. Pro exactly. I'd have eaten. Yeah. I'd be. I know it needs to be there, yes. but it would be looking at me. Mm -hmm. I'd be peckish. It's a. It's it's the tastiest dairy milk button. Absolutely. Like, you can't not eat them. And 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 they do tend to melt quite quickly yeah. because of the heat. Because yeah. obviously nothing's getting yeah. out. So basically, yeah. as well as my thoughts being trapped in, my heat and my body smell is also trapped in. So right, right. I think, sure. I, in fact, I think that's the dolphins are now. When I said the word body smell, they started doing like donuts in the in the aquarium. They started flipping yeah. around in circles. It's my body smell that is agitating donuts. Right. I think Winnie right. the Pooh is hoping these Winnie the Poohs are hoping to get a dairy milk button. So I'm just gonna have to give me a second. I'm just gonna have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. One for you, one for you, one for you, one for you, and one for you, and one for me. Oh, oh, oh I see. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, well, look, I mean, what an, what an incredible setup. What an incredible noise. I should say the noise, you know, first up, that was not something we've ever heard on this show before. Or should I say in life? I've never had mm -hmm. that very particular situation. I hope you me. never, ever, ever, ever have to make that noise yourself i hope i pray i'm on my my knees my knees and my hands praying praying you never ever 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 have to experience that yourself wow well i appreciate that and i also mm. appreciate that you were able to go on your knees and pray while still within mm. the box and it didn't I mean, it's it, 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 the whole thing, the fact that you're in there from the start mm -hmm. and you balanced all this, but, you know, what I should say to the listeners is we are we are dealing with a, a structural professional here who I, I, I can't wait to see what you build in, in years to come. But but listen, I've, I've got to ask you one more sure. admin question. I hope that's OK. Um, this is what I've know, been preparing show... for. I knew I knew this day would come. There was a time several years ago where I met uh, a wonderful, wonderful woman on a road. And she looked me in the eye and I, I felt myself crying. I was crying. And she said, one day you will be asked a question and you will know what that question is. Wow. And this is that moment. I feel so you know this question before I even No, No, it. I just knew that it would be asked a question that wow, would okay. fill my soul with fear and excitement and dread and joy and pain and and everything well i mean it's interesting because that might be the question that comes after this one what and oh. because the question that comes after this is i think one of the best questions we've been asked but i've got to ask you a question before that and i oh, don't right. want to wait sorry I, sorry I, I made a mistake after that lady i continued down the road i turned yeah. left past the the little I crossed at the Pelican Crossing. Oh yeah, yeah. And when when I passed, when I got through the the playground, mm -hmm. I then met another woman. And that woman said, "I know you're going to be asked a question, but after that, you're going to be asked another question that has even more importance." 
Right, right. And at the time, yes, I thought, right, well, she was, yeah. yeah. I thought, oh, you're just saying that because you, you heard yeah. her and then ran around to play this trick. But you're saying now that there, there is a question and then another one. They were both correct. Yeah, Prophecy they are both come correct. True. Wow. Well, it's, I'm, this is very exciting. Well, listen, let's see how, let's see if you know, I'll ask this to you and you might know this. You're going to know this already. I sort of wonder if I should bother asking you or not, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyway because the listeners don't know what I'm going to ask you unless they two have met these, these two women. Oh, let's go for it. And so we'll look the, 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 I think the lesser question, but it's just an important one. It's I'll just be the judge of that for the podcast, which is, you know, this, this show is suitable for people of all age, yes. um, all ages. Can you imagine an age, Adam? Can you imagine or think of an age? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the age of Knis plus Knisku. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally suitable for that's a, that's a really good one to bring up. Actually, it's entirely suitable for Knis and Kniska. Um, absolutely suitable. Any age you can imagine. This this show mm-hmm. is suitable for me. So, and and because I want to make sure that people know this is a family friendly show, I just wondered if there are any rude words you won't be saying. Oh yes. So this entire time, I have had this word just in, like on the tip of my tongue like sitting on the edge the wet bit that pokes out yep. first mm-hmm. um yep. mm-hmm. and when you and I, I was i can't i can't say this so i promise you i promise you today i will not be saying canuffle bunk oh wow wow well thank you thank you I for not saying canuffle bunk because that is that is the sort of thing we'd get shut down for yeah. i think I, I i have been banned for many parties i've been kicked out of parties mm. I once wasn't allowed to blow out the candles on my own cake because I accidentally wow. said nothing wrong. I mean, the, the thing is, if you were to say Knufflebunk on this show, I dare say that not only this show, but I think the entire internet would be turned off. Yes. Turned back on again, then turned off and put in the sea. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's how no, I miss my fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth birthdays because on my fourth birthday, I said nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm... Four birthdays I, I missed because I said the word but do you know what I have to say? I'm not. I'm not surprised. It is. It is her a horrendous word. That that I. You know. I cannot tell you how grateful I am that you won't be saying Knufflebunk on this show, and I definitely won't be saying Knufflebunk. Yeah. Knufflebunk should never be said ever, ever. No. No. Never. No. Well, thank, not Knuffle. Thank you. Not Bunk. No. Don't. No. And I believe not even the not Knufflebunks. Yes. Which is even worse. Oh my goodness. And uh, 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 Knufflebunker. You know, you can't call anyone yes. a Knuffle Bunker because that is just, it's out of all, it's, it's, it's plain rude. And it's well, hurtful. You, you learned your lesson the hard way, but, it, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm honoured that you, you, you do that for the listeners. And, you know, you now know that. that you can't, that can't have Bunkitis. That is, you can't accuse anyone of that. Because no, that is, no. <laughs> now you're making it a disease. absolutely cannot. It is. It, and it is just, look, de- you don't say it. I won't say enough. Sure. Bunk. Let, let's just thank you. Yes. And uh, we know that we're safe to continue. Without to the, 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 the big ever question. coming out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And now that the listeners are safe uh, and we know they're safe, um, I've got the big, uh, this is what I think is the big question. And I, and I have to say, this has been sent in by Ellen Una Rooney, um, which is a great name. And um, she has a, uh, She's asked this question, and I think this is one of the biggest questions of all time. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to raise expectations too high. But when I read this question, I thought this is, I think, one of the questions people are going to talk about for for a long time to come. Um, And and it's why I had to get you. Second old woman was indicating. Yes, yes. Um, So I'm going to tell you the question. She's also written a a, a nice follow up bit to it that I'll I'll read sort of all at once. Um, But I hope you're ready for this, Adam. Um, So do I. It's big. My legs have got so, a bit shaky. Well, they gonna. I think they're going to continue my, to shake. Should my heart be beating this fast? When you hear the question, I think it, it, it may okay. not yet be beating fast enough. Right. So from Ellen Una Rooney, she has asked, and this is, I mean, wow. What's the opposite of peanut butter? Oh, knuffle bug. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. On, oh, my goodness. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. I'll edit it out. It's can, fine. Can you cut that out? I should say. I will cut it out. I just got to add at the end there. She then put, I love your podcast and I love peanut butter. Bye. Just so oh. you know, there's a little follow up. I hopefully yeah. that makes it a bit easier. But that's the question. What's the opposite of peanut butter? Adam. The opposite of peanut butter is, of course, peanut butter. 
Okay. What? What? Sorry. What? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. So peanut butter is the opposite of peanut butter. The reason why. So think about it. What is peanut butter? Peanut butter is like a sticky uh, substance that is uh, a bit tacky. You know, it's a bit can be gritty. You know, it's got sometimes it's the nutty, nutty stuff. Sometimes it's Mm. the smooth stuff. It comes in a jar. It comes in a jar. Um, You can have it with jam. In America, they say jelly, jelly. You have it with jelly, PB and J, peanut butter and jelly, jelly. Or you can have a not jam. royal, je- not, not royal jelly. Not royal jelly. We don't have that kind of money. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so you've got this pure stuff. Mm. It, 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 it's love. Are you a fan of peanut butter? <laughs> yes, of course. Right, of course. So of am course. I. But yeah. then, and, I, and I'm aware that there are people on this. That, you know, you might be listening. Might be allergic to peanuts. They're not yes. a fan. Oh goodness of me! Yeah. Butter. You see, um, but I, as someone who can, I can. Uh, I can take on a peanut in arm time combat. I think I could, I could, you know, I'm not allergic. So? I could absolutely, me versus a peanut. It's happened before. I don't you, want to talk about it, but you know. Is that where the I, scars I, came I, from? Yeah. Yeah. You know, listeners can't see those, but it was, it was a, it was a long and arduous fight. Sometimes I see I you staring off into the distance while we're talking. And, and is that, are you, are yes. you having memories of, Yes, yes, I am. I'm I am. sorry, this and is getting really personal. I didn't mean to. It is personal. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I didn't know it was going to be dry roasted. Yeah. And had I known that, I'd have prepared differently. Oh. But there's mistakes we make, and we we learn. You know, we learn from them. And 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 look. What fools I'm we just are. Saying, but the, 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 I, as someone who now I can look back at that memory, and I remember when I won. I got to eat a spoonful of peanut butter as my victory kind of claim. And, and I was like, I can do this. Yes. I can, I can do, I, I'm, you know, and, and I know there are listeners that can't do this. And I don't want them to feel left out, but all I'm saying is I like peanut butter. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really need to get, but so this is a good point because you're right. So mm. there are people who are allergic to, to, to peanut, but to peanuts, mm. they can't have mm. the nut butter, but peanut butter has mm. the opposite effect of right. peanut butter. Wow. It has the opposite effect. So there are people who cannot eat peanut butter who would live the best life they ever had on peanut butter. This is a substance that is is solid. It's a substance that is not nutty. It's bubbly. It's full of bubbles. In the word bee nut, bee, bee, bee nut, it's buzzy. Yeah, okay, it's a yeah. buzzy, solid, bubble filled, and it's a putter. So a putter, if you didn't know, so you might have heard of a putter in golf. It's a type of yes, golf yes. club. So once I was going to ask. Yeah, 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 it's a putter. So it's it's like a, you, you kind of hit the ball quite softly with the putter, and you don't have to hit it far like a normal ball. So imagine that the the peanut putter is both a solid with bubbles that you can hit something softly with. And that soft thing is your tongue. So you can hit your tongue. And do you know what? In a way that peanut butter can stimulate, make your body move and shake uh, and go spotty and make your face blow up, the peanut butter does the opposite. It keeps you still. It brings you in towards yourself. It makes your skin go smooth and cold. You start to shrink a little. Peanut butter can inflame, grow, make things expand. The peanut butter makes things shrink, shrivel, focus. Can I ask, is there a scenario where you eat too much peanut butter, you shrink too much, you eat a bit of peanut butter, you grow, but then you eat too much, you grow too much, you eat peanut butter, you shrink again, and you have to kind of keep them balanced in order to maintain your normal size. So, again, what people don't realise is that uh, Alice in Wonderland, remember the whole drink me, eat me? Yes, yes, of in course. In yeah. the original tale, the original tale that inspired that, because what people don't realise is, yeah, there's a story that um, it was inspired by his granddaughter or niece. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mostly true, but not 100% true. Right. There was a folk tale that involved peanut butter and peanut butter. Okay, wow. it's an old English tale. Look it up. It exists. 
You might have to do some reading in the library. You might have to go to Kew Gardens, have archives, so a store where they keep all of the old information that you maybe can't find on the internet. It's in there. Ask your parents to take you to Kew Gardens archives. Okay. It's the big store, knowledge and information. In there, you'll find the tale, an old English tale of Beanut Putter and how a, a, a person once used it to shrink right down, right down in order to get into a very tiny hole, which led them into a very small maze, which took them underground. And they used the Beanut Putter to shrink down. And once they wow. decided they needed to get out because they were obviously being invaded at the time by a, a, a rival race, they then ate the peanut butter and grew within the maze and managed to escape safely. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's that's uh, was. Can I just check? Was is the guy with all the hats, the, the mad hatter guy? Was that was he part of that or is that something they added later? Yeah, the he did. OK, so the, the original character didn't have hats. Right, right. The original character had scarves. So lots right, of scarves, right. lots of yeah, scarves wrapped yeah. around, scarves around the arm, scarves around the legs, scarves around the belly, scarves around the ears, scarves around the nose, scarves around the neck, scarves around the chin, scarves around the lips individually. That was the original Ooh, thing. Right, and then the right. thing is when you're adapting a story, when you're changing that story to make it yours, it's useful to change details. Yeah, 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 because I can imagine having a character that's entirely covered in scarves. Their dialogue's not going to be great. It's going to be a... Yes. Yeah. Whereas if you got a hat on, Bad it's, just, it's just some good chat. Yeah, yes. some great chat. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Also, it leads to sense. a lot of overheating. And mm. so it becomes actually quite... It's hard to run and it's hard to keep it, maintain it because you're, you're just constantly hot in all seasons. Yeah. So it's summertime and you're just wearing scarves everywhere. Yeah, which is um, sounds which is ridiculous to me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Can I check as well? Because I heard a little rumor that you know, obviously in the story, we know there's a rabbit. It has a clock. Yes, um, and it's always talking about being late. I heard the original. It was a tortoise with a clock, but obviously the tortoise had more time to do everything. So it was never late. The tortoise was, was always to early. Time. Yeah. So it just again yes. sort of ruined the pacing of the story, and yeah, it 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 sort of it ruined it because basically the the tortoise was foresaw everything, mm. and so was immediately explaining what was supposed to be happening before it happened. And so the, tur the yeah. turtle's got, you're going to fall down the hole. Oh, there, fell down the hole. Oh, you're going to get through the maze. Oh, they go into the maze. And so it kind of, it did kill the story a bit. It ruins the, there was no surprises yeah, in the storytelling. And basically yeah, by the time it's... they came out and the turtle reached the hole, the turtle was like, why? I told you all of that was going to happen. I said that. I said that to These you. These are the reasons that, you know, people complain, oh, that's not what happened in real life. Yeah, because the real life is boring. Yes. You've got to make it more fun yeah. by changing bits. Otherwise, you don't want to sit there and watch a story where a tortoise is just very slow and endlessly on time. That would take ages. Can you, can you yeah. imagine if in The Lion King, um, Simba sort of came out and then uh, Mufasa was like, you're going to try and kill me, Scar, and then just took him off. Yeah, just took him off. Well, I mean, immediately. You know, obviously, the reality of the Lion King is that no one told the truth about anything. It's like this is all your land, everything you can see, but it yes. wasn't, was it? it well, none of it was. It was all. It was, it was uh, all absolutely lies. owned by. Yeah, it was owned by everybody. Lied, Stephen, I believe. Yeah, so you know, absolutely terrible story. So you have to adapt these things uh, to, to make them interesting. Um, I, I was going to ask as well, and and I have to say, um, Adam, because you know, I, I knew you were the person to get on about mm -hmm. this question. I, I was amazed the speed with which you answered what I believe to be quite a life-changing, universe-changing question. Um, and you, you knew the answer so quickly, and I, I am I'm thrown by that. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't know it. It passed through me. Wow. So I, I, wow. I already now I'm starting to forget what happened in this experience. Sure. I, I mean, I can, I can understand that. Well, I wondered before the mm -hmm. information disappears, just for mm -hmm. the sake of our listeners who may be trying to search out Beanut Putter. Yes. Is it made? Is it made by bees playing golf? Is it, a, is it a specific group of bees? How do we find this substance? Okay. So uh, if you want to just grab a pen uh, or mm -hmm. a crayon, a felt tip, yep. a pencil uh, and a bit of paper, hopefully not something important, you know, maybe like a post-it note, but it's probably not big enough. Mm -hmm. If you've got a scrap bit of paper, maybe in your printer, I keep spare paper by my printer, which isn't 
It's stuff that I printed on one side so I can print it on the back. Yep, you might have a cereal box that you want to cut up, maybe one that's finished, the back of that. Um, a bit of recycling, maybe microwave some food and there's a bit of carton that you want to open up. So listen, listen. How about, how's an ancient, I've got an ancient tapestry. Can I use the back of that? It's probably the best thing you can use because of size, sure. type of material. Okay. If you've got any ancient scrolls, you yeah, know, yeah. hanging around the house. Yeah, loads of them. Absolutely um, loads, yeah. Or, or just like a masterpiece. You can just take yeah, a, yeah, you know, if anyone's anywhere near the Louvre, you know, just you can grab a painting. Perfect, perfect. Good. Great, great tip. Right. So here we go. So um, in order to make, it's a quite a long, lengthy process. So it takes a long time. The first thing you need to do is you do need to seek out um, your local bee community. Mm-hmm. You need to find the elder bee first. The elder bee, after a series of conversations, will allow you uh, into the hive archives. It's actually called the archives, but right, I just good. need to I was explain it. So. Yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you take it to the archives. It's where they keep all the information on bees and the history and everything they've done. So he'll ask you um, one of two things: royal jelly or peanut butter. Make sure you say peanut butter. Because there's some weird thing that if you ask for real jelly, that's all you get or you can ever get. If you ask for peanut butter, you can actually go back and ask for real, real jelly afterwards. I don't know why. Oh, that's it's cool. not my system. Sure. So peanut butter, he'll show you down a corridor. Okay. As you enter that corridor, you will come out onto a golf course. On the golf course, right. there's a whole selection of bees, um, different ranks. There's worker bees. Uh, there's a few queens sort of the head queen and there's sort of one some more queens being sort of prepared sort of princess bees um there's little baby baby bees as well babies as they like to call them yeah babies um and on that golf course you will of course see lined up at the back there'll be putters uh these putters are special putters so they're made um actually from the waste material of ants so what happens is it sits in a, a trough, like a, a, a giant sort of, not a bucket, but it's like a, a long tube, basically, that you put it in and it just sits there for about 50, 60 years. So all the ant waste kind of gathers in there and it starts to harden. And then you have worker bees come and cut it into strips and they carve it out. So they use some fine blades uh, uh, and they, they cut sort of strips in. Then other bees come and carve those out. And they make putters. And so you've got sort of one part of it. And then they hand those those putters to the bees on the course, the golf course. Those bees then are going to take um, these small, small, tiny. Um, I say nut. They're technically not nuts. They're um, they're legumes. Yeah. Oh, sure, they're, sure. they're sort of weird type of like bean. And they'll, they'll smash those across the course. And what happens is after they've done that for about sort of four or five hours, those those uh, legumes, those small, I'm going to call them nuts for now, they just shrink down a little bit. And they're, they're, they're able, they kind of shrink down a little bit and they're able to pass through um, this lovely sorting, sorting hole that's been created by the worker bees. And in that sorting hole, you kind of put in the putters and the bees come in and they just, they sit on them and they buzz. They put their bums on the sorter and they just buzz. They're just <laughs> and it gets faster and it's <laughs> and what happens is everyone kind of blacks out, they pass out. Everyone's on the floor, they're like asleep for a bit, basically, is what I'm saying. Right. And you you wake up, and, and what's happened is the elder bee has gone in and performed a particular ritual, which even I haven't seen yet, but you're left with the very smallest, all of that work and effort, you're left with one milligram, one tiny, tiny atom of peanut butter. And they do that again and again and again and again until they're able to fill a jar. That's basically how you make peanut butter. I mean, it just once again proves why bees are so important, why Mm -hmm. we have to protect the bees, because they... 
They do so much. That is yes. an incredible amount of effort mm-hmm. for such a very small amount of bean out putter. Yes. But, you know, without it, you know, uh, you, you find that hat that's now a bit too small for you. Yes. How would you fit in it mm-hmm. if those bees didn't put the effort in to, to help you shrink slightly? With, it's how we got trains in the underground. Yeah. Yeah, you had to shrink them down. Yeah. And then obviously you can enlarge them once they were back in yeah. there. It's how you get ships in bottles. How you get ships um, in bottles. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it, there are so many uses it has. And I think most mm. of it goes unknown, like unseen, yeah. sorry. People just don't, people take it well, for granted. Well, until today. Until today, Adam, you, you have brought it to the masses. Kinder and... eggs. How do you think you get the toys yes. inside? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You've yeah, you've, that's, you've that's got really to good. shrink it in order to get it in the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope I, I hope I, people appreciate the work that's being done while they sleep, while they get on with life. You know, you're busy running around on a swing. You know, sliding down a slide, thinking the world is great on a roller coaster, having the time of your life in a cinema watching a film. And all that time, while you're watching the tenth episode of Boss Baby, mm. there's bees out there doing the hard work to make sure to Beanut Putter exists. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Adam, I am very. Gr- you've brought this. You've brought this to the people. They, they, if they didn't know, they know now, and they will know forever, um, unless they forget. But then they can listen to it again. Then they'll know again. Yes. And 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 the bee story will now be heard. And I think. Yes. It had you to know, be told. It was time yeah. for the story to be told. I'm tired of the lies and the fake news and, and all of the misinformation. This mm. is the story. If you're going to keep hold of any story in your lives, listeners, anyone, if any story, forget all the other stories you know, forget them. Clear your heads. This yeah. is the story. And don't, don't talk to lions about it. It's not, no. it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And watch out for spiders. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. Look, I mean, Adam, this has been the most educated, I think possibly the most educational show we've, we've ever had. I okay. don't think I've ever learned quite so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to thank you. I want to thank you for answering Ellen's uh, very big question. Um, Beautiful question. So succinctly uh, and, and, and so importantly, you've, you've brought a lot to us. Um, have you got, um, are you back to balancing after we finish this chat? Have you got any particular uh, titles, people that you've got to practice with? Yeah, I, th- I think basically um, uh, the Princess of Monaco um, Sophia, she's actually kind of up on her feet again. Oh, um, great, great! She's news. been seen great by news. some uh, paramedics, so they seem mm-hmm. to be. They seem to be. They give me. Is that a thumbs up? They give me the thumbs up. So she's okay. Brilliant. So I'm gonna attempt to do jelly plus custard next, which amazing. In my wildest dreams, I never thought I would do. I do need to work out how to get out of this box first. Sure. Um, sure. But once I do get out. Um, I will sort of be attempting shortly to to resume that challenge um, and really put my name in the history books. I, I really, think, I, I I think can... it's already there, you know, and, and listen, you know, I'm not an expert. You're the expert. You are absolutely the expert. And I, I've put my foot in it earlier in the show. But I just may I also suggest if yes. that if that jelly, if, if that combo that you're going for doesn't quite work. Yes. Sandwich paste. Try it. Try a bit of sandwich, sandwich paste. paste. Yeah. Sandwich it paste. Might be, you're a genius. This might be what helps. A genius. Just. just well, you know, oh. you're very, you're very. I, I needed to give something back. You've given so much to us. I had to give something back. Can someone, that is can someone write down sandwich paste? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know you're, I know you're slightly dizzy, but can you just get that pen and write down sandwich paste? Yeah. Thanks, princess. Good, good luck with it. Good luck, and I, I hope that helps. And thank, and thank you. you again for um that that remarkable, r- remarkable insight. I appreciate it, and for for. For Madame Rooney, what a wonderful question that 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 you you've uh, brought to my life, and and I will cherish that forever, 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 forever. I object. Even I object. And I object to. Thank you so much to Adam for, I mean, well, I was going to say taking time out from his um, incredible balancing feats, but actually he was still doing it while we were talking. So I suppose there you go. Um, But I do hope, Ellen, you are happy with your answer to that very big question. And if you're not, why not try writing your complaint in peanut butter on a very large wall and then dogs will lick it off and I'll never have to see it. Thanks.
If you have a question that you need answered by an expert like Adam, or you just want to send in a joke, intros, I have to say, noises you can make, or anything at all that you like, um, then please get your stinge bum fribblers, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And don't forget to check out our live Comedy Club for Kids shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk with loads and loads of very funny comedians uh, like the ones on this show, making you do very big laughs from your faces. And you can grab our t-shirts and books too at comedyclubforkids.store. Sorry, um, serious lawyer voice. Any questions you do send in may be liable to being misinterpreted by very, very silly people. And if you do not keep up making the noise yargle, then your pet eagles may be asked to dance the tango. Ugh, that serious lawyer voice is a real pain, right? I'm not really sure I want this fifth season to be a serious law season. just feels a bit much. Hang on, though. Hang on. What if this fifth season is the opposite of that? What if the fifth season is silly season? Yeah, yeah, that's much better, isn't it? For the next however many episodes, this show is going to make a very big dramatic change from what you've heard before on Radio Nonsense. That's right, it's no longer going to be a sensible podcast. It's going to be very, very silly. And I hope that doesn't disappoint any of you because I know how sensible and serious it has been until now. Hmm, the only thing is how best to be silly, right? I'm going to have to think very hard to work out how to make this show really really silly. Oh no, a group of gibbons demanding I give back their plates of mashed potato. What? Oh wait, I see. Thanks gibbons. Hooray. Onwards with season five, silly season. See you all next week. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.